Banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH Icon. You can listen live with the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, NASH FM 106.1 and ericasher.com. Don't forget the podcast available for you. Uh, you can check it out anytime at your uh, favorite podcasting platforms, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, uh, Spreaker. Oh, man, so many to name. Uh, but uh, if for some reason it's not on your favorite podcasting platform, uh, 
Uh, you uh, can drop me a line at eric at ericasher.com. We'll try to get that on for your favorite platform for you. And, of course, all you got to do is search Inside New Orleans Radio Show with Eric Asher. You should be able to find it on your favorite podcasting platform. 260-1061 is the phone number. And uh, got a great show for you today. Looking forward to having Jeff Duncan back on the program from The Athletics. It's been a while since Jeff on the radio show. I've had him on the TV show, uh, but not on the radio show for a while. So he'll join us at uh, 4.30 this afternoon. Uh, we'll talk LSU Saints, Pelicans, and uh, some Tulane if we have some chance, if we have an opportunity to do that uh, with Jeff at 4.30. Fletcher Mackle joins us. We run the gamut with Fletcher every single week from Channel 6 Sports. He'll join us at 5.30. Or Saints, LSU, Pelicans on on the tap for him. Also talk about the national championship with both those gentlemen uh, this afternoon. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. There's always a live broadcast on Thursday now at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Also a rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LAE. That's every Thursday. Uh, on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2 at 10 p.m. on Thursday. On Friday, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday, 2 a.m. on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2, and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And this week, from CrescentDSports.com, award-winning journalist Les East will be our guest on the program. Looking forward to that. Uh, a lot going on 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 the on on the um, on the blotter today. Let's talk a bit about it. First of all, Drew Brees is no longer the oldest saint. That's right. They actually went out and got somebody older. Uh, John Denny, a uh, 42-year-old long snapper, was signed to the practice squad today for COVID-19 precautions. He joins Blair Walsh, who was uh, signed yesterday. Uh, the uh, journeyman kicker, uh, and uh, both those guys are, are going to be on the practice squad. And we're being we're hearing that this is a COVID nineteen protocol. Uh, that in case uh, there is a problem within uh, the uh, special teams room with the kickers, and uh, during this run for for the Super Bowl. Uh, Peyton wants to make sure that, again, he's got uh, backups that are ready to go, guys that are veterans that can come in and play immediately. John Denny had played uh, with Miami under uh, special teams coach Dennis Rizzi. Uh, so uh, he's, got a, he's got a familiarity with him. Uh, at 42, he eclipses his breeze. He made 42 in December, uh, and Breeze will make 42 on Thursday. So he'll be the oldest saint um, by just a few months. But nevertheless, uh, both those guys will now be on the practice squad along with Blake Gil- Gilkin, uh, who was the punter that was uh, here during training camp. Uh, he was placed on IR. He looks like the heir apparent for, for Thomas Morstead. Uh, Morstead's contract is, is big, huge for a punter. Uh, of course, he's been a mainstay on this, uh, um, for the Saints, what, since 06? Uh, and uh, a guy that has been one of the best punters in the NFL. But, look, uh, he's even been – a little bit in a decline this season. He's not the same guy, and and that's unfortunate because he's always been somebody you can count on, especially in the clutch. Uh, his holes have been kind of shaky at times. Uh, I'm not saying that he's the reason why uh, Will Lutz has missed field goals, but, again, you've got to be able to hold the ball correctly. Uh, you know, laces in will never work for a kicker, and uh, that's happened several times, and I've been able to catch on replay. Uh, so, again, uh, at the very least, John Denny, Blair Walsh, and Blake Gilligan are, are now uh, in, in reserve just in case something happens within that special teams room. Especially in a, Speaking of COVID-19, DJ Swearinger is off the COVID-19 list. Austin Carr has been waived. Expect to bring him back to the, um, the practice squad. And then as far as LSU goes, a lot going on with the Tigers right now. First of all, right tackle Austin Deculus is going to return to LSU for, again, another year. He was a senior, but because of COVID-19 uh, protocols within the NCAA, we know that, again, 
all athletes can come back for another year. So he's going to come back for another year at LSU. He joins a list, a long list of players who have decided to come back uh, for another year instead of going pro for the Tigers. Uh, LSU will lose senior linebacker Ray Thornton. He's not going pro. He has entered the transfer protocol. He would try to play again his uh, a, a second senior year at another program, unknown where that, where that is going to be. Mississippi State defensive uh, coordinator Zach Arnett is in Baton Rouge today interviewing for the defensive coordinator's position. Uh, unknown, again, if there will be any other candidates that are, uh, that are uh, going to be coming into Baton Rouge and, uh, and interviewing. But uh, Ed Ogeron did say he's got several candidates that they're going through right now, and he's trying to get the best possible candidate. He's going to take his time. He was asked on Baton Rouge Radio this morning if, if the new def- defensive coordinator would run the 4-3 or the 3-4. I'm a little surprised by his answer. He said both, uh, and that's a head-scratcher. Considering, again, Dave Aranda was a guy that could run multiple defenses, uh, but he specifically wanted out, wanted to have a, a defensive coordinator that could run the 4-3, which is why he went out and got Bo Pelini and paid him an exorbitant amount of money, and, of course, we saw that thing fail. And, look, I've talked about it a lot on this program. Uh, it was a, it was a, the, the timing was just very, very poor on the part of Ed Ogeron. Uh, to be in a COVID-19 season where you don't really have a um, fall camp, you don't really have spring, and yet you're bringing in a new, uh, a new coordinator, you're going to change the defense. You've got players that have played one defense throughout their career at LSU, their college career. Now you're asking them on the fly without, without real practice time to be able to switch to another defense. And, uh, again, it just didn't work out. Ultimately, again, Pelini's dismissed. Uh, the the uh, LSU boosters are going to eat his contract. Uh, and uh, now they're searching for another uh, defensive coordinator. Marcus Freeman, they thought they had him locked up. Uh, he ends up going with Notre Dame, and I talked about it yesterday. I talked about it a few weeks ago. You know, again, I thought it was going to be very difficult, and it still may be very difficult for Ed Ogeron, who's on the hot seat right now. You can't say he's not. He is on the hot seat. Uh, if he has another season like he had this past season, even again, even though, again, they, they played well down the stretch, winning the last two games and kind of changing the narrative, uh, I, I can see him being the next guy to be bought out. And I mentioned this a few weeks ago. I said that how are you going to get a top-notch coordinator to come to LSU uh, when, when it could possibly be a, just a one-year rental? And, and uprooting their family, moving to LSU, the whole nine yards, uh, having to compete in the SEC, having to compete against Alabama for championships. I mean, how do you do that if you don't have the stability in the program? And they're, again, they're, they're, again, it's a little bit more stable now with, again, players wanting to come back. And, of course, this, this recruiting class, that, that's, one of the, that's a top five recruiting class. But when you're talking about the coaching ranks, if you have other options, more stable options, why would you come to LSU? Unless you have an affinity for the school or you have a relationship with Ed Ogeron. Uh, Marcus Freeman had neither. He was a guy for the Midwest, and uh, he ultimately went with Notre Dame because, again, let's face it, Coach Kelly has more stability right now than Coach Ogeron. This was a year ago, coming off, again, the greatest season in college football. Uh, again, they would be lining up to be the defensive coordinator, the offensive coordinator for LSU. That's one of the reasons why they went with Pez and Magnus, uh, DJ Magnus, because, uh, again, both those guys are, are unproven. They've never, uh, in, in Pisa's case, he's, uh, he's never been a, a coordinator before, even though, again, they're running that Saints offense. Uh, but, look, these, this is a situation where they're trying to break in. They're, they're trying to, you know, get, get that on their resume. You know, passing coordinator for, Wagner, uh, for, for Magnus, pardon me, and, and also for Pease, the offensive coordinator position. But the defensive coordinator position is going to be interesting. 
because right now Corey Raymond is the only remaining defensive uh, coach on, on the staff right now. And we know, again, he turned down Texas. Uh, Sarkeesian wanted him. Uh, no word on, again, whether he's going to be a defensive back coach or not. But right now at LSU, he's the defensive back coach as well as uh, the recruiting coordinator. There had been some push by former players and uh, some members of the media to try to get him to be the interim defensive coordinator and, and firing Pelini at midseason. That did not come to fruition. Mentioned to see, again, how that kind of plays out going forward. Uh, but um, let's see. Let's see, again, ultimately who's going who's gonna to cast their lot with Ed O'Ron. And um, – and the uh, and the LSU Tigers with the uncertainty of what's going to happen going forward with Ed Ogeron's uh, tenure as, as LSU football coach. I am pulling for Ed. <laughs> I want Ed to come out next year and, 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 again, with all these returning players and be in a situation where, again, they're back in the top five, back in the top ten, vying for a national championship. Who doesn't want to see that? Uh, but, again, I caution you, and I said this before. Look, a lot of people don't want to hear it when I say it. But the same players that are coming back, and, look, I'm glad they're coming back. Okay, you, when you saw the defections, you think to yourself, wait, how can this happen? You're one year removed from the greatest season in the history of college football, and your players are bolting on you. They're running like rats from a sinking ship. But, and it's good to see these players reaffirm their commitment to, to the program. But a lot of these players, uh, a lot of you folks out there that were watching these games were screaming, these guys, where are the backups? Let the backups come in because these guys are not playing well. Now, maybe, again, it was an anomaly. Maybe it was an outlier on what we saw this past season uh, with, again, the COVID-19, everything that went on without having trained in the training camp, everything else. And maybe these guys come back next year and they play very, very well. Okay? They played very, very well. Who knows? Okay? Uh, they came to LSU and they played well in, 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 that, in, in 19 uh, when, they, when, again, they won the national championship. Hopefully, again, they can repeat that uh, a year later. So uh, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, I'm hopeful, uh, but at the same time, I mean, again, you, you can't discount what we saw last season. Uh, a lot of those players were getting dominated. We're getting dominated. So hopefully, again, that's going to be a little bit of a change here going forward. So we'll, we'll see how that kind of plays out. The biggest thing they got to do right now is they got to find a defensive coordinator, and then they got to figure out how they're going to fill out the rest of that defensive staff. Will it be the D.C. that's going to that's hire his own staff? Or, again, will it be Ed Ogeron who, again, will be hiring that staff? And normally it is. Uh, the head coach who's going who's gonna, to gonna hire the whole his, his staff. Now, usually a D.C. can bring a player or uh, bring in a coach or two. Uh, but, again, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, also last night, uh, and look, maybe it was wishful thinking. Maybe it was, again, that I got a little bit, uh, a little bit of fool's goal by watching Ohio State dismantle Clemson in the Sugar Bowl. But I really thought that, that Ohio State would be able to hang with Alabama last night. Boy, was I wrong. Alabama is Alabama, and they are the best program in college football, bar none. 52-24, to 24, uh, they beat the brakes off Ohio State last night uh, in the national championship game uh, in Miami. Uh, seven national championships now uh, for Nick Saban, seven. He, he eclipses the Bear, now who had six national championships. He has six national championships as the head coach of Alabama and one as the head coach of LSU. Congratulations to Alabama and also Saban. When we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about why this is not good for LSU uh, and the rebuilding of that program. We'll also talk a little bit later on about the, again, Brady versus Breeze number three uh, with, the, with the Bucks and the, uh, and the Saints getting together on Sunday uh, in the divisional round of the NFC, NFC uh, playoffs. We'll get into that. And, of course, uh, coming up, 
in uh, at around 4.30. It's going to be Jeff Duncan of The Athletic, and that will be uh, followed in the second hour at 5.30 uh, by well, none other than uh, Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. Hey, don't forget, if your heater's not working, and look, I told you, folks, I love it cold. Okay, I like it. I like it cold in the wintertime uh, in my home. I like it cold. I like it uh, cool in the in, in the summertime in my home. I just like it. I like cool weather. And so, a lot of times when we uh, when we have weather like this, at least cool weather, you know, a, a New Orleans winter. Man, look, I'm not about putting the heater on. My poor wife, as I said, she's she's in 15 layers. She looks like an Eskimo walking around here. Uh, but we've had the heater on the last few days. If your heater is not working. Or, again, you're concerned because you didn't get the heater checked. You didn't get it clean this past winter. And you know, again, that we're going to have a few more days of, of again, very, very cold uh, temperatures, and then we're going to get into mild temperatures, and it'll be cold again. Why don't you call my friends at Burkhart? They'll be out there quick to be able to uh, take care of everything you need. First of all, they'll only do the work that's necessary. And at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, they have 15 trucks in the field. They'll give you a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Again, they set the standard of the industry on that. Nobody else was doing that. Okay, now everybody else is copying them. Uh, 30-minute courtesy call. I mean, that's about you, the customer, giving, your, giving you a heads up when, when they're going to come to your home. So you have to sit home all day long waiting on the tech to show up. When that technician shows up, it's a Nate certified technician, the highest certification you can get in the industry. But more importantly, a truly a company you can trust. We'll only do the work that's necessary. We'll never cheat you. We'll never gouge you. It's all about that Burkhart name. Again, I learned that from John a long, long time ago when he told me the only thing I got that I can pass on to my kids other than this business, again, is my good name. And every person that, that walks out that door with that Burkhart uh, name on, 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 their, on their shirt or driving in that Burkhart truck, they are representing the Burkhart family, a family-owned and operated business here in New Orleans that wants to make sure that you're taken care of right the first time. ACpromise.com is how you get in contact with them. Uh, if you need help with your heating system, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. That's ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed delivers quality candidates so you can focus on interviewing people with the right skills. Receive a $75 sponsored job credit when you upgrade your job post at Indeed.com credit. Terms and conditions apply. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 fillet medallions. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle are you really ready for hurricane season hurricane season always seems to sneak up on us so this year be proactive be ready and get burkhardt 
Burkhardt is an authorized Generac generator dealer that sells, installs, and services Generac generators. And now through June 23rd, you receive a free 10-year warranty with a qualifying purchase of a new Generac generator through Burkhardt. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to sales and service of Generac generators, visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. Raystoval Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Raystoval Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Raystoval Plumbing, 504 373 5733. 504 373 5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Again, last night, Alabama 52, Ohio State 24, saving now seven national championships, six at Alabama, one at LSU. And look, if there was ever a doubt, uh, uh, it's over, okay? The, the greatest coach in college football history is Nick Saban, bar none, and for a, a, a multitude of reasons. Number one, again, he resurrected the LSU program. Uh, you got to remember, again, the LSU program was down. When he took over the, over the LSU program, again, this program was down. Uh, he came in, he won a national championship before being wooed uh, to the NFL by the Miami Dolphins, uh, and, and, of course, really set this program in motion. Uh, to, to be a top program once again in college football. Uh, of course, when he went to the Dolphins, that, 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 kind, of, uh, uh, that kind of went, went sideways on him when he passed on Drew Brees and ultimately, again, failing on the NFL level. And there's always been a thought that, again, that maybe he would go back to the NFL because he failed on the NFL level. Probably never going to happen now. When you start looking at his age, what is he, 69 years old and seems to be very, very happy at Alabama. He comes back from, from the NFL. Again, uh, Nick's, uh, there was no opportunity for Nick Saban to come back to LSU. He said it several times that if it would have been an opportunity, he would have loved to go on back to Baton Rouge. Instead, what does he do? Again, he takes over once prestigious Alabama program and, again, turns them once again into the most dominant college program in college football. I'm going to say it right now. And there are a lot of people in Louisiana that hate Nick Saban, can't stand him, think that he turned his back on LSU. I'm not one of those. I love Nick Saban. And I'm always going to be grateful uh, for what he did uh, when, when, when what he did at LSU uh, in, in turning the program around. But I'm going to tell you right now, and, and I talked about it a little bit on, on social media last night. Some of it got misconstrued uh, again. Uh, but as long as he's at Alabama, okay, and he's winning championships, it is going to be a, a, a much tougher road for the LSU football program. Saban, because of his success, his ability to be able to put players in the pros and, and, and is going to continue to be a thorn in the side of LSU. There's no other way around it. Now, when you think about LSU, unlike Clemson, unlike Ohio State, they got to go head-to-head with the GOAT every year. And that's very, very difficult, no matter who the coach is at LSU. Okay? Then you talk about saving when it comes to recruiting. Always get the pick of the litter when it comes to recruiting nationally. And then in the Deep South as well. I mean, it used to be, again, the Deep South. But now and again, it's nationally and the Deep South. And then you talk about the coaching carousel within the Alabama program because it happens, okay? There's a virtually no drop-off year to year uh, as his assistants use that Bama job in a lot of cases to catapult the head coaching jobs and coordinator jobs. Yeah, he works them to death. There's no doubt about that. But ultimately, they move on uh, to greener pastures, and they don't miss a beat at Alabama. Players don't bail on the Alabama program unless they're buried on the depth chart. And even then, when they leave, he reloads. 
Why? Because Saban's a winner. And he's got no tolerance for losing. Zero. And everybody talks about the disconnect between today's coaches and the older coaches, right? He's 69 years old. There's no disconnect with Nick Saban. You know, again, they talk about you've got to be a kinder, gent- gentler coach now. You can't get in a player's face. You think Nick Saban's not getting in a player's face? Of course he is. Nothing's changed there. So, again, it's all about him being a winner and what he's done and what he continues to do. Like I grew up pulling for SEC teams in bowl games. That's what I was taught. Okay, You pull for your conference, right? Uh, bowl games, national championships, March Madness, College World Series, you know, playoffs, whatever it is. But as much as I love and respect Nick Saban, I cannot pull for Alabama. And, and, there's, and again, there's a reason why. I am so tired year after year of watching some of Louisiana's best players, okay, being difference makers for Alabama championships. I mean, not just that, in LSU games as well. You keep hearing the names being called, guys that, again, that, that grew up in our backyards and that, again, are, are Louisiana kids. And, and of course, uh, they go to Alabama and they go on to having great careers as they, as they would if they went anywhere, but they're in, they're in Alabama. Every time Alabama and Saban wins, wins a national championship, it hurts LSU. Hurts LSU in recruiting. Uh, it, it, it hurts the, the LSU program, especially when you're trying to keep the, the Louisiana's best at home. And, look, I got no, no, no problem, and I, I've said this for years. I got no problem with a kid wanting to get out of state, get out of his home, get out of his hometown, to experience life outside of his state or outside of his hometown. But for LSU to be a national contender, year in, year out, and have to compete with Alabama, they have to build a fence around Louisiana. And I'll be honest with you. It's been very, very difficult to build that fence around Louisiana. they got to keep the best at home in a Tiger uniform. But because of Saban, Saban, it's very difficult because he gets the pick of the litter every year, not just in Louisiana, but every state he wants to go into. But, again, he has inroads in Louisiana because these kids have seen uh, Saban, again, build a championship program in Alabama. They hear the folklore about what he did at LSU building that program. Now, Saban comes into Louisiana more often than not, takes what he wants, and those players usually are the difference makers in the biggest of games. So, again, as long as Saban uh, roams the sidelines of Tuscaloosa, I think LSU is going to have to fight tooth and nail to keep the best in the state, but also to to be able to get past Alabama for the SEC and the national championships. And I know a lot of people are waiting on this retirement. I don't see it anytime soon. The guy seems energized. He seems, again, still still has the thirst to be able to win. And uh, despite the fact that he passed the bear last night, I think he'll be around for a lot longer. And that means that, again, LSU's got to double down. They've got to try to get to a point where, again, they're keeping players longer. Uh, they're competing for, for these uh, recruits. And they have the coaching staff that can match Nick Saban, much like they did last year in the greatest – uh, season in the history of college football. So, no, I don't hate Nick Saban. I love Nick Saban. I just hate the fact that, again, Nick Saban come into, into Louisiana and take the best of the best. And then like we saw last night, like we've seen constantly, those Louisiana players being the difference makers in a lot of cases on winning and losing for the Alabama program. All right, we take a break. We come back. We're going to be joined by uh, Jeff Duncan of The Athletic. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. 
Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. These days, we're all concerned about the air quality in our homes and workplaces. Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating has the solution for you, your family, your employees, and your customers. It's the APCO Whole Home Treatment System. This state-of-the-art air filtration system is installed inside your central air system and detoxes the air as it's circulated through your HVAC system. If you're concerned about the indoor air quality in your home or business, then contact Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com and find out more about the APCO Air Filtration System. That's Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10 better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Wendy's new classic chicken sandwich is now in the two for five. And that's reason to celebrate. Try the new classic and then take your mouth on a victory lap with the iconic Dave's single, the delicious spicy chicken sandwich, spicy or crispy 10-piece nuggets, or just get another classic chicken sandwich. Taste greatness today with Wendy's two for five. We got you. For a limited time, a la carte only. Price and participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's. That? That's the sound of NyQuil Severe, hard at work. NyQuil Severe is the best sleep with a cold medicine. No tossing and turning, just rest and recovery. So you're ready to take on tomorrow. For powerful relief of your worst cold and flu symptoms, try NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, stuffy head, best sleep with a cold? Medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. The thing about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. We probably don't even need the words, the Name Your Price tool, to tell you that our humpback whale pup gives you options based on your budget. Or that our novelty hand buzzer helps you save on car insurance. And that's the thing about the tiny felt bag filled with marbles. At this point, you've heard a lot of ads about the elusive northern bobcat. The Name Your Price tool. <clears throat> the neighbor who baked you banana bread. Only from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Joining us on the program now, Jeff Duncan of The Athletic. Jeff, how you doing? Doing really good. How Jeff, you doing? Doing fantastic. Jeff, before we get started, tell us a little bit about the book. Uh, again, we got through the Christmas holidays, and I know you were doing really well uh, with, uh, with, again, selling copies of the book. Tell us about it uh, for folks that uh, maybe didn't get a chance to be able to uh, check it out or buy it. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, it's, uh, you know, sales have been really well uh, for the holidays. I think the Saints' victories, uh, you know, recently have helped spur sales. The book's called Peyton and Breeze. It's kind of the definitive story about the partnership between Sean Peyton and Drew Breeze, the 15-year tenure they've had, and the unprecedented uh, collaboration between uh, one of the elite quarterbacks in NFL history and a head coach that also played quarterback and that unique kind of like-mindedness that we've seen here in New Orleans uh, break all these records and set all these milestones and really kind of transform the Saints organization, the culture and perception of an entire organization. I think ultimately that's going to be the legacy of of these two men in New Orleans. Jeff, uh, for for folks that didn't get a chance to get the book, how can they get it? Well, you can get it anywhere locally in the bookstores locally. Um, I know I've been to all of them and signed copies. Most of them still have signed copies here in New Orleans, or you can order it online, uh, certainly at Amazon, or even go to my Facebook page, and you can find out how you can order directly from us and get uh, personalized signed copies. Those have been very popular during the holidays. I can make out uh, personalized copies uh, to people for gifts or, um, you know, people want to buy them for themselves. So they can just look for yep. the Peyton and Breeze Facebook page. Got one for my uh, for my son-in-law for Christmas holidays who is uh, from the U.K. and has become an incredibly, incredibly big Saints fan. And uh, uh, he, he already ran. I'm still reading it. He already went through it, and he loved every second of it. So, again, I highly recommend it uh, to any, anybody out there. Hey, Jeff, let's talk Saints first. Again, Brady, Breeze, uh, three. A lot of people think that on the national level that, uh, again, it's hard to beat a team three times, that somehow, uh, you know, Brady's going to come in with his, with his Brady magic and, and beat the Saints. I just think the Saints are a better team uh, top to bottom, especially when you talk about from depth uh, to, to, again, uh, the first-line starters. Uh, but with that said, anything can happen in a playoff, and I do think that the, that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a much better team than they were in either week one or week nine. But that said, I still think the Saints are the better team. Give me your thoughts on, on this weekend and, and what it's going to take for a Saints victory. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, there's a reason they won both games and won them both pretty handily. Uh, I think they're more talented on both sides of the ball. I also think they're they're better coached. Uh, I think Sean Payton and his staff do a remarkable job, very underrated staff overall. And uh, I, I think it's going to take Tampa's best game to win. And they certainly can – can win. There's, make no mistake about that. The Saints don't play their best, and Tampa Bay uh, comes in here and plays well. They they can win this game. Uh, I think it's critical for the Saints to continue to t- turn over Tampa Bay. I mean, we know that, that uh, Tom Brady has 12 interceptions all year, but five of them came in the two games against the Saints, uh, and that was a critical part of why the Saints were certainly able to win both games and, and in that opener uh, here in week one, while the Saints were able to get out to a big lead and just kind of cruise in the second half. And so I, I'll be interested to see which is the more aggressive team in this game. The Saints have kind of been fairly non-aggressive offensively this year with, with Drew Brees and 
more of a ball control conservative approach because of the strength of their defense and their running game. We haven't seen them attacking downfield and uh, it'll be interesting. That is a strength of Tampa Bay. Will they continue to be that aggressive knowing that those mistakes in the past have, have really hurt them against the Saints? Defensively, if you go look at the depth chart and you really don't know a lot about Tampa Bay, you look at it on the surface and go, wow, that's pretty scary. I mean, they've got uh, they got a great defensive line with a lot of names that, again, you'd be familiar with. I think the best linebacking core in the NFL, bar none, uh, with, with White, David, and then and if you you know, you know you want to talk about uh, you know having uh, uh, Barrett as, as the outside linebacker, who's more of a rusher, they've gotten much better in the secondary. If you remember when we talked about him in the beginning of the season, it was a young secondary who again uh, didn't have a lot of experience but they've gotten better throughout the season uh, as well but to me the big thing is in this matchup the ability of the Saints offensive line to hold off uh, the Tampa Bay defensive line and then also the ability to be able to maybe tweak what Kamara does with Devin White who's been a guy that is so fast is one of the few players that can stay with Kamara uh, you know on, 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 on the offensive end of the, of, uh, of the spectrum. Yeah, I think it's going to be critical, Eric, for Mike Thomas to have a big game here. He did not really do much in the opener. Uh, I thought Carlton Davis uh, manned him up pretty well. And I expect the Saints to call Mike Thomas's number a lot because intermediate routes. Uh, and I also think we're going to see uh, some Taysom Hill in this game. Uh, we saw him last week yes. come in at quarterback and have an opportunity for a shot play downfield. It kind of turned into a disaster, but the play was there. And I think his emergence, uh, you know, as a playmaker, not only with his legs uh, in the red zone and the short yardage, but also as a quarterback, along with Deontay Harris. I mean, we heard Brian, uh, I'm sorry, um, Bruce Arians this week say that that's who scares him the most on the Saints offense right now is Deontay Harris, how he can turn a short play into a big gainer. Uh, I think all those weapons, are. it's going to take everyone to keep up with this Tampa Bay offense. I don't think the Saints are going to be uh, able to score 21 points and win this game. They're going to have to get up in the upper 20s or around 30, I think, to win. Well, Jeff, they have the weapons. You just mentioned it. And, and to me, when you, when you compare the offenses, again, I, I think they are similar in terms of the, of the number of weapons that they have and, and of course, the, the, the ability to utilize those weapons with a great quarterback. But I think where, again, the rubber hits the road is I think the Saints' offensive line is much better than, than the uh, offensive line of, of the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. I think that's a strength for the Saints. Uh, I really believe the Saints' offensive line can control uh, Tampa Bay up front and run the ball. And I think that is going to be huge because the Saints, they've succeeded this year by controlling the clock. We saw it last week. They had the ball for almost two-thirds of the game. And I think that's going to be the recipe again. It keeps their defense fresh, allows them to get after Tom Brady with that pass rush, and that is the key to, to stopping Brady. He's throwing the ball very well right now. We know the weapons he has on his per, on the perimeter. But if you can move him around and get him off his mark, he's not nearly as effective. And that is what the Saints defensive line has been able to do. They've been able to get after him, uh, especially Trey Hendrickson, who we think will be back this week. We'll know more tomorrow. But I think having him back also is a big key. Uh, the pass rush was not as effective against Chicago with him, with him sidelined. 
Yes, I agree. And look, it's the same type of game plan for Tampa, right? They, they want to get Breeze. At, uh, the, the Saints want to be able to, again, affect Brady, especially, again, in the pocket, keep him in the pocket, get around his legs. He Again, he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, he's not as well when he can't step up and have a clean pocket. Same thing for Breeze. He likes to step up. If you get both guys on the edge at this point in their career, they're not as, uh, maybe not as, um, uh, as efficient as, as, they, as they are in the pocket. I think both teams have a similar game plan. Yeah, and it's just hard against the Saints because their offensive line is so good and because Breeze is uh, so experienced and quick to recognize pressures. And Tampa Bay had not been blitzing as much under Todd Bowles uh, of late in the season, but they came after Taylor Haneke a lot more last week, probably because of his inexperience. I'll be interested to see what Bowles chooses to do strategically against Breeze because Breeze's numbers are off the charts against the blitz and that has always been the bread and butter of Todd Bowles yes. those great linebacker you know he he has with David and White how do they do that it leaves them exposed sometimes especially to Kamara out of the backfield we saw last week Latavius Murphy turn a, a dump off into a key touchdown in the game out of the backfield that's been one of the Saints strengths all season long so how Bowles I think goes into this game uh, handling his linebackers is going to be a huge part of how this outcome is determined. Jeff Duncan of The Athletic is our guest. Jeff, uh, the, the one thing you can say about the Saints, with the exception of maybe Quan Alexander, who's out for the year now, Hendrickson's supposed to be coming back. Offense and defense, they're fairly healthy. They're as healthy as they've been all season. Yeah, I actually tweeted that out before the game last week, that uh, the Saints had 19 of the 22 starters available last weekend that started the first game of the year, and 40 of the 48 players are on the active roster, and they may have even more uh, in this game available. So that's remarkable this late in the season. Uh, this is the healthiest team left in the playoffs. There's no question about it. And uh, almost all their key players, I know Quan Alexander's out, but you have a very capable backup uh, in Alex Anzalone, who was a starter for most of the season. So th- this team is loaded and it was done by design i feel like sean payton has managed the back half of this schedule almost like an nba team you know trying to get ready like the la lakers did for the postseason Mm -hmm. last year uh to try and make one run at this uh, last super bowl opportunity jeff concerned about will lutz in a little bit of a slump oh yeah i don't think i don't think you you have i think you have to look at it as a concern i mean he's four for nine He's been missing the same way, Eric, off to the right, pushing it to the right. Mm-hmm. That's a, obviously a technique, a fundamental flaw there that I'm sure that they're analyzing this week. I, I think if you're the Saints, you want Will Lutz to knock down a, a, a field goal or two in this game early. You want him to get some confidence. You certainly don't want to go down to the fourth quarter needing him to win the game or tie the game for you and have not had an attempt in this game the way he's been going. But he's been a proven kicker all along. You know, Ryan Suckup, their, their kicker is interesting. He's missed more extra points than any other kicker in the league. He's been very yeah. solid on, on field goals, but he, extra points have been an issue for him. And that really hasn't been much of an issue for, um, you know, for Will Lutz. And the kicking game has been an area that we've come to expect exception, you know, exceptional play from. And, it's been a little more spotty this year, especially because of, of Lutz's play. Um, how do you see this thing uh, playing out on Sunday? 
Well, you know, I, I tweeted about this today, and I, and I usually am hesitant to, to talk about officiating because I think it gets way too much play, especially in, in New Orleans, uh, you know, the, the right. focus on officiating. But I really think it's going to be critical in this game how, how it's called uh, for the, the Saints' ability to defend Tom Brady and that receiving core. The Saints are well-known around the league, Eric, for their handsy play, how physical yes. they are on the perimeter. There's a reason they lead the league in defensive pass interference calls and holding. It's not because there's a conspiracy against them. It's because that's the strategy. That's the way they play. And how Sean Hockley and his staff, I mean, his crew, call this game from a, a Saints defensive standpoint is going to go a long way to determine the success the Saints have because the Saints are going to play man-to-man underneath and they're going to get physical with those receivers. And if they allow them to play like the like the crew did last week in the Bears game, I mean, you didn't see any, any flags on the Saints' uh, defense. They were allowed to play physical. I think the Saints can win this game pretty comfortably. Um, but if not, I think this thing could go down to the fourth quarter and just be a barn burner and, and be decided by a field goal. But I like, I like the Saints. They're a better team. I think they're better coached, and I think they'll prevail. I am concerned, like a lot of fans are concerned, about the possible loss of Jeff Ireland and Terry Fontenot. Both have um, have uh, uh, interviewed for the GM jobs around around the league. Um, what are your thoughts there? I mean, do you think they'll lose both? One, uh, is there a contingency plan in place uh, if they if one or both goes? Your thoughts? Well, both of them are very happy in New Orleans, but they also both deserve and are ambitious. And, uh, and looking for the opportunity to run their own program. So, uh, but, they, but say, having said that, they are not going to leave, I think, for just any job. It's going to have to be a very good job. They've turned down opportunities in the past. But the ones that are after them right now, both very good jobs. The Panthers have zeroed in on Jeff Ireland. He has a connection with Matt Rule. And Terry Fontenot is uh, going to interview tomorrow for a second time with the Atlanta Falcons. And he is one of the two finalists there and has an excellent opportunity to get that job. Uh, and I think it would be tough to lose both of them. And I've been told uh, internally that they are going to make a push to keep them both, but there's only so much I think the Saints can do uh, financially and title-wise uh, to keep both those men uh, you know, on board. You know, there's, just, there's only so much money you can pay somebody to not be a GM. Uh, in this league, so it'll be interesting. You know, this could be a heavy, heavy uh, off-season of attrition and turnover yes. for the Saints after a long, really four-year period of stability. Yeah, I would agree, and and would be unfortunate too because you yeah, might be losing the um, might be losing your uh, your Hall of Fame quarterback as well. And, and of course, we know that they have some cap issues. Uh, you hate to lose again the front office. Uh, uh, those front office personnel which really turn this around uh, for the team. Got about four minutes left, Jeff. I want to shift gears to the Pelicans for a moment. You've had a chance to be able to see them now play. Uh, they're now on this West Coast swing. Uh, six games now uh, with uh, last night's game against Dallas being postponed. Uh, give me your thoughts on where the Pelicans are right now. Well, I think they're still trying to find themselves, I think, in, in Stan Van Gundy's system on both sides of, of the court. Uh, I think Stan Van Gundy's obviously still in a little bit of an evaluation phase, trying to figure out his proper rotations with this crew. But it was disappointing homestand. There's no other way to look at it. I mean, three straight losses. Uh, that loss to Charlotte was especially disappointing after the big early lead. 
they're not finishing these games out. It's very similar to some of the stuff we saw from them a year ago. And I would not be surprised at all to see you know David Griffin, Trajan Langdon, and Stan Van Gundy at some point soon here uh, make a move. Uh, they're going to make, a, I, I think, some other type of transi- transaction to bolster this roster because it's just there's something missing right now, whether it's the backcourt, they need more uh, firepower there, or um, you know maybe just trying to find a better fit for what Van Gundy wants to get done. But right now uh, it's pretty clear. The two best players on the team are who we all thought, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson. That's why I think Drew Holiday ultimately was traded to basically, uh, you know, let's let's have these two guys be the tent poles and build around them. But the supporting cast, I think, still a little bit of a, a work in progress. If you had your choice, what direction would they go in terms of, again, um, uh, upgrading the roster? Well, I, I think Lonzo Ball's on the clock, the point guard. Does he fit agree. What, what they're trying to do? Uh, I, I think the disappointment – I have when I watch Lonzo Ball plays, like you can see the talent. What I don't necessarily see is a lot of passion. And I think it, I think Stan Van Gundy, uh, he wants players that are all in. And and right now it's hard to find that when you watch Ball play. And I, I would not be surprised to see them move him. What kind of market there is for him, that's what I don't know. Um, and I also think Eric Bledsoe could be in play just because he just came here as a yes. as a potential a trade asset. And uh, so I think the backcourt, uh, you know, is wide open right now. It could be completely up in the air. Uh, but the front court seems to me like you're set with Steven yes. Adams off to a good start and, and the other two we mentioned. I agree with you, especially, again, having so many players in the backcourt and really not having any continuity right now. Uh, they need more players that can create their own shot, also create shot for others. Uh, they don't have that right now on this roster, and, and they got to figure it out some, uh, very, very soon. I'm just interested to see how quickly Griff is going to do this, uh, or is he going to kind of let this thing kind of play out? That'll be the interesting part of it. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, when, when and if. Look, this, this road trip is a killer coming up. I mean, they, the oh. first game got – got postponed, but you were looking at seven games and 15 mm-hmm. days. Uh, I, I, I said before they went out on the road, if they could win two of those games, you might be happy. Uh, so this team could be coming back here with a really lopsided losing record and uh, losing a little bit of momentum and morale. Uh, so they may need to shake something up uh, you know, when they get back here if, if they're not very successful. Yep. Jeff, tell us about The Athletic, how folks can subscribe, and what you got going. Yeah, I mean, we've got a special going on right now, two-for-one special for subscriptions. Uh, I've got a fun story this week, Eric, on, on Sean Payton's evolution as a leader and some of his thoughts on adjusting uh, his leadership uh, skills uh, over the years, over the, the decade and a half. I touch on some of that in my book on Payton and Breeze, but it's even changed even more so this season uh, with him. We see him you know, getting slimed after games and yeah. dancing the gritty in the locker room. Very unique. Uh, perspective on a guy that came from the Bill Parcells school, and yet I don't think we're, any of us have ever seen Bill Parcells dance in the gritty in the locker room after a, no. after a victory. So that that story should be up on, on Thursday or Friday on The Athletic uh, on our website. Can't wait. Jeff, as always, thanks so much for your time, my friend. Yeah, Eric. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Take care. That's Jeff Duncan. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. 
Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. The TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie, is open during the coronavirus shutdown. The TikTok Cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside to-go service. Call the TikTok Cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get a round-the-clock burger special. Breakfast or lunch plate. TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Your air conditioning system has to survive through the hot summer season. Do you know if it's ready? The best way to find out is to call Burkhart today. A quick tune-up from Burkhart's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to a quick tune-up of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhart. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhart. Visit Burkhart today at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. My name's Barry. I live right above you. I don't host parties. I host after parties. They're like parties, only louder and nobody goes home. You can see right here I ripped out all the carpeting because it was holding me back my pogo stick. Man's got a pogo. Oh, I'm a prankster. I'll grease up a soda can and then when somebody grabs it, boom! (laughs) Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor, but we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. What's in store this week at Staples? New year, fresh start. Get a head start this year with great deals on storage solutions, tech, and office essentials. And now, only at Staples, HP Plus is available on HP OfficeJet Pro printers, like the HP 8025E wireless all-in-one printer for just $169.99. HP Plus gives you double the warranty and six months of ink at no extra cost. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. Start the year right and save at Staples. Curbside available in most stores. See staples.com slash HP Plus for details. <coughs> uh, I'm so sick. Ooh, honey. Seriously? I'm sick. Oh, honey, it's time for DayQuil Severe Honey. It's maximum strength cold and flu medicine with soothing honey-licious taste. I love you, honey. And I love you. I meant the DayQuil. New DayQuil Severe Honey. The soothing, honey-licious, daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, power through your day, medicine. Use as directed. 
This hour brought to you by our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You need help with your AC system, heating system, generator, tankless water heater. Looking for that APCO X whole home treatment system. We got you covered over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. To find out more about Burkhardt, go to acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Hour number one in the books, hour number two coming up. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Any Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Wendy's new classic chicken sandwich is now in the two for five. And that's reason to celebrate. Try the new classic and then take your mouth on a victory lap with the iconic Dave's single, the delicious spicy chicken sandwich, spicy or crispy 10-piece nuggets, or just get another classic chicken sandwich. Taste greatness today with Wendy's two for five. We got you. For a limited time, a la carte only. Price and participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's.
Hour number two of Inside New Orleans, brought to you by our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. In the market for a generator for your home or your business? Make sure you contact my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, where they do single-day installs for you. That's right. They'll come out, do a consultation with you. Make sure, again, they find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator for your home or your business. And then they'll do a single-day install. Financing available for generators, so you don't have to put that money up all up front. You can pay that over time. New install quality check after one month. And, yeah, when it comes to generator sales and service, uh, Burkhardt is, are the experts. 24-7, 365 emergency service. Uh, that's Burkhardt. Of course, uh, a uh, warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. Looking for a company you can trust with your generator. It is Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Uh, Fletcher Mack will join us at 5.30 this afternoon on the program. Of course, you're listening to 106.1 Nash Icon. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 4 to 6 right here on 106.1. Uh, all you can listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Don't forget about our podcast. It's now available on all the major podcasting platforms. Also, don't forget, follow us on Twitter, at Eric underscore Asher. Eric Asher is the Facebook page, and you can listen live at ericasher.com. That site is under reconstruction right now, so don't get freaked out if you come on. And they, they got a lot of uh, uh, gibberish on there right now. We're working on that. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, you can still listen live there. And also check out all the previous episodes of the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, big weekend for the Saints uh, with, um, obviously, uh, taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, <laughs> there are... There are a lot of people out there around the nation that, again, don't think the Saints, uh, the Saints are going to win this game this weekend. I, I, I do, but I'm just going to say this right now. Uh, there's a lot of storylines, okay? Uh, you can talk about, you know, uh, can the Saints beat the Bucks for the third time? Of course, the Breedy versus, Bree, uh, versus Breeze um, uh, uh, matchup is, is going to dominate the discussion. You know, first time, again, that uh, Breeze and Brady have, uh, have met each other in, in the playoffs, Right. Uh, and, of course, we look, we knew it would come down to, to Brady versus Breeze when Brady signed with the Bucs. Uh, but let's face it. I mean, if you really want to just let's take the emotion out of it for a second. Uh, you talk about the Bucs. They're a team that's, that's dangerous, okay? And, and the reason why they're dangerous is years of ineptitude. Uh, they have acquired a tremendous amount of talent over the last five years. Uh, being one again in the top four to top ten of of, of the dra- of, of the draft, uh, and 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 drafting fairly well at times, uh, being uh, going out in the free agency, and uh, again because they haven't had to pay that high price quarterback in a lot of cases, uh, with all due respect to Jameis Winston, uh, they've had they've been able to go out and be able to uh, get some pretty high priced free agents, some guys that have come in and uh, you know they they they're they're a dangerous team, okay. Uh, but they never could put it together, and that was the other thing. You knew that if you got in a game with the Bucks, okay, at some point they were going to beat themselves. Uh, now into Brady, okay. Brady again is a difference maker. Even even again in, in his 40s now, uh, he's still playing at a high level. Uh, he's still one of the best in the game. You give him protection, he will pick you apart. Uh, the offensive line is is maybe again one of the weaknesses. We'll get into that in a moment. But I mean, he brought in Gronk. He brought in Antonio Brown. The team went out and got got uh, Leonard Fournette. Uh, so again, already again, this offense that had a lot of weapons before was already a talented offense. Now has even more weapons. There's a plethora of weapons at the disposal uh, for Tom Brady. Uh, the offensive line probably the weak link when you look at that offensive side of the ball. Uh, especially, again, with the Saints, one of the strengths of the Saints being the Saints' defensive line. I like that matchup there. I really do in, in favor of the Saints. 
But their defense is stout, man. They got an outstanding defensive line. Again, uh, I'll say it again. I said this with Jeff earlier. I think it's the best linebacking core in, in the NFL. Okay? And, you know, Devin White will be back this week. Minter came in. Again, another former LSU linebacker and played well for them last week. Uh, they get some depth at that position. But when, when you talk about the linebacking core uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and uh, with, with Avante David, who's, who's again, was a second-team All-Pro. White was a second-team All-Pro. Barrett last year was a sack leader. You look at uh, Ndamukong Sue up front, uh, Golston. Uh, you can also talk about Pierre Paul. I mean, these are guys, you know, these are, these are household names. William Golston, uh, these are guys that are household names. Uh, and, and they can get after the quarterback. They can stop the run. They got better in, in the defensive backfield. Antonio Winfield has, again, played very, very well for them uh, as a, as a, a second-round pick. Uh, Whitehead, uh, Murphy, uh, Murphy Bunting. Uh, you go right down the line on, on their secondary. They, they played pretty well. Uh, in the beginning of the season, I wouldn't have said that. In the beginning of the season, you would have thought that, again, this young secondary was going to be the Achilles heel uh, for this team. But, they, again, they have been a very opportunistic secondary uh, uh, in, in, uh, in Tampa. Um, but this year, to me, the Bucks just wanted to get to the postseason. With COVID-19, with not having the training camp, with, again, we saw the, the video of Brady bringing out guys in, in, into a Tampa Bay uh, park and, you know, when he wasn't supposed to and practicing with the team, et cetera. Uh, they knew they were going to they, they be a little bit behind because, again, let's face it, the Saints didn't have a lot of changeover in the offseason. Uh, this is the same team that we've seen over and over again. Uh, when you start when you start talking about again the, the regular season dominating, but uh, unfortunately stubbing their toe uh, in, in in the uh, in the, the the playoffs, but the Saints are the class of the division, and then they were in the driver's seat uh, for the division crown all season long, and that, I mean that's that's not even up for debate. Okay, the Bucks never really even threatened them after really the beginning of the season. So to me, I think the Bucks were looking at this saying, we're not going to catch the Saints. Okay, there's no way. What we got to do is we got to make sure we make the playoffs and that we're peaking at the right at playoff time uh, after all the offseason changes and in a COVID-19 season. And, and look, they have. I don't think there's any doubt. Now, look, I'm not going to downplay because, again, all you got to do is go look at the records, right? Uh, down the stretch, they played some teams that were not very good. But, again, this was all about coming together for, 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 for Brady's Bucks for the second season, not necessarily for this season. They wanted to make sure, again, that they made the playoffs. So now they have. And I think they're light years better than what they were in, in week one when the Saints beat them 34-23 to at home. And then when they absolutely dismantled them in Tampa Bay in week nine at 38-3. Uh, to I think they're a better team. But I think, again, the Saints are the better team out of both, out of both squads. I think they can match their offense with weapons. And as I mentioned, their offensive line is the weak link. Uh, I think the Saints' offensive line, even though going up against a very difficult uh, task and going up against that Tampa defensive line, and look, I said it last week, I still stick with this. McCoy played well last week. Pete, again, played fairly well. Uh, Ruiz is lost. The loss of Nick Easton really hurts this team, especially in the playoffs. Uh, so, again, the interior of the Saints' offensive line is what, I, is what I will be king on again in this game on Sunday. Are they going to try to attack Breeze up the middle, just like I believe the Saints are going to attack Brady up the middle? The Saints have been great up the middle. Okay, their defensive line up the middle sets the tone. Brown, Rankins, uh, you know, we go right down the line on what, they, when they, what they've been able to do, the, the physicality of, of, of uh, the interior of the defensive line with Anyamata. Uh, they, they played very well. 
the Saints' interior of the offensive line is going to have to keep Breeze clean. But with that said, weapon-wise, I think they match up. Uh, when you look at the Saints' defense, I think they're the more consistent defense on all three levels. And I do agree with Jeff Duncan with what he said. I agree that, again, it comes down to this, and it's always been this way with the way, with the, way the secondary, Aaron Glenn's secondary plays. They're a very physical secondary, very, very handsy. So it is going to come down to the officiating. But normally in a playoff, they allow teams to play. You allow the physicality. They are, Tampa's got physical receivers. The Saints have physical defensive backs. There's no doubt about that. But I think, again, when you look at the Saints, they're the most consistent defense on all three levels. Up until a couple of weeks ago, when I looked at this matchup, I would have said the Saints had the edge on the Bucks on special teams. Now, Deontay Harris is back. That's huge for this team, okay? But, again, Lutz and Morstead are in a slump. So I'm not so sure. I mean, you know, again, you know, you heard about suck up and, and, of course, his inability to be able to hit the extra point. But, again, he's been pretty good in terms of field goals. Lutz is in a little bit of a mini slump right now. Look, I got confidence he'll break out of it. And, uh, again, this all this – Signing of Blair Walsh, and we talked about it in the first hour. Uh, And more than word of trying to have somebody in line in case Lutz continues to falter, this is more about COVID-19 in case there was an outbreak within the special teams room. But Lutz has got to get it together because this is a situation where when when you cross the 45-yard line, you want to be able to be in a position to be able to kick a field goal uh, because you're going to have to put points on the board in the playoffs. Points at at times are hard to come by depending on, on the game. So hopefully, again, he'll get it together. And look, Morstead, he's got to get back to, again, placing those punts and flipping the field. He's not just done, not done it as consistent as he has in the past. And maybe we're spoiled, okay? But at the same time, it's the second season. There are no uh, times, and there's no time for hiccups down. And then when you look at the, at the coaching staff, and look, this is from years of stability also on the Saints' side. These guys have been around each other for a long time, uh, the game plan. Uh, they understand, again, uh, again the adjustments. Uh, the, the Saints are one of the best coaching staffs in the NFL at adjusting on the fly. Not just at halftime, adjusting on the fly. Uh, setting up matchups. You see it all the time with Peyton. Setting up a team, basically, again, to get one-on-one matchups that favor the Saints. The same thing can be said on the defensive side of the ball with Dennis Allen. Now, look, the flexibility is hurt a bit with not having Quan Alexander, but CJGJ is back, and again, he helps that flexibility along that second level of the defense. So when you look at the coaching, I think the Saints have a decided edge when it comes to the coaching. On paper, though, I think these teams look like a pretty even matchup. But I think the Saints are the deeper team. I think they're the better team. And I think when you look at this team overall, in, in terms of overall success, I think they're the more battle-tested team. Now, with all that said, I think they win on Sunday. But, again, if the Saints come out, they turn the ball over, they start off slow, uh, they, 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 it, it could be a whole different situation. Uh, there's no doubt that Brady could work his goat magic and, and send Breeze into retirement. But on, honestly, the only way I see the Saints losing on Sunday is if they get beat in the trenches or they beat themselves with turnovers or a slow start. If, if somehow Tampa Bay is, is dominating on, on, on the offensive line and the defensive line against the Saints, or, or again, maybe again their defensive line on the Saints' offensive line, which was more likely uh, the interior of the Saints' defensive line, well, well, then it might be a different situation. Uh, I think the game plan is simple, okay? Pressure Brady in, in the pocket. Make the Bucks one-dimensional. Don't let him get comfortable. And, again, don't let guys get behind you because they have the speed to be able to make things happen. 
Uh, on offense, you just can't turn the ball over. You've got to keep Breeze clean. And as I mentioned to Jeff, you've got to be creative with, with Alvin Kamara. You're playing a division opponent. They know your plays. They know what you like to do. They know your tendencies. They can see, if they, again, they're doing good film study. They can see what's going to happen before the play happens. And, and a lot of times with Kamara, king in on Kamara, they know what Kamara likes to do. The same thing can be said for, for Michael Thomas. So I think you've got to be a little bit more creative this week uh, and, and change things up. So, again, giving Tampa looks like it looks like one play, but yet in essence it's a whole nother play. We've seen Peyton do this consistently through the season. I think he can do it again, and I think you have to do it for a game like this because you're playing a team that's a division opponent that knows you like you know them. So you've got to be a little bit more creative. And I'll say this right now. I don't buy into it's hard to beat a team three times. Uh, I've done it in my time playing ball. I'm sure you've done it in your time playing ball. Sometimes you're just a better team. But I will say this, the Bucs are a better team than they were in the first two meetings. But Saints overall, from depth standpoint to, again, the first-line starters, I think they're the better team, and I think they win on Sunday. I think the only way the team gets, gets beat, again, I'll say it again, is if they get beat in the trenches or they beat themselves. Other than that, I think the Saints are in the NFC Championship game, hopefully in the Dome. All right, we take a break. We'll come back. We'll continue the conversation. I'll give you some updates on what's happening around the sports world. Uh, Fletcher Mackle is going to join us at 5.30 this afternoon. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. That's right. If you're in the market for, uh, for a, a new, I'm sorry, a pre-owned vehicle, uh, think about my friends over at Southern Tire. Uh, you come visit the Southern Tire Auto Sales. It's got a large selection of pre-owned vehicles, including cars, trucks, SUVs, sedans for you that are have that for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected with safety and quality. And I can tell you this right now because I've seen this. At Southern Tire, when, when they bring a vehicle in, they, uh, they put it on the rack and they make sure that everything is working properly. They only sell the, you, uh, the best-used vehicles. They'll never sell you something they wouldn't buy themselves. And guess what, folks? Financing is available. So, again, if you're looking for a vehicle you can trust, think Southern Tire Auto Sales. Hickory and Airline in the Metairie, Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 737-1558 is the phone number. You go to southerntire.com for more information. We'll be right back. New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans Privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Allstate. With Allstate, you can really save. New ways to save, more ways to save. Find out just how much you can save today. Allstate, you've never been in better hands. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent to get a quote. Look out for a stalled vehicle that's blocking the shoulder on 10 eastbound right around the 10610 merge. So your delays are going to be steady on 10 eastbound from Claiborne to just before the high rise. In the meantime, look out for delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection coming into the city on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from before Chapatulas to the O'Keefe exit. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. 
your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit jpsojobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 fillet medallions. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you tired of constantly paying high air conditioning bills and still not having a cool home? Call Burkhart today and ask him to schedule a maintenance check on your AC unit. Burkhart will be honest with their assessment of your AC system and will tell you if a repair or replacement is the best option. Burkhart has special financing as low as $149 a month on qualifying AC systems. You can call Burkhart today at 277-7520. That's 504 277-7520. Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Hey, uh, Mississippi State defensive coordinator Zach Arnett was in Baton Rouge today interviewing for the defensive coordinator's job. Uh, Coach Joe was asked on a Baton Rouge radio show this morning if the new defensive coordinator would run the 4-3 or the 3-4. He said it, we, that, again, he's looking for a D.C. that would run both. He said in today's football, you have to be able to run both. I found that interesting, as I mentioned, the first hour because, again, he pulled all stops out to get Bo Pelini in here to run the 4-3, and that failed miserably uh, because of, again, no COVID offseason. Uh, but nevertheless, again, he's um, in the process of looking for another defensive coordinator. Uh, LSU senior uh, linebacker Ray Thornton is into the transfer portal. Uh, again, he is a senior. He will, he will have another year because of COVID-19 uh, in another um, uh, in, in, with with another program. And Austin Deckless, uh, again, will, will return for another year. He's a senior uh, right tackle. Uh, he's played four years for the Tigers, but because of COVID-19, all players uh, that are participating in, uh, in athletics in, in college can get an extra year. Uh, he's going to come back for another year at LSU. Uh, DJ Swearinger is off the COVID-19 list uh, for the Saints. Austin Carr has been waived. Expect him to be brought back to the practice squad. Uh, but Swearinger is now going to be available 
for the playoffs going forward. And as far as uh, COVID-19 goes, another great move by, by Sean Payton, who I've got to tell you, has handled this COVID-19 um, situation brilliantly throughout the season. Realizing that, again, after he saw what happened with his uh, running back room, uh, he is now making, doing, having precautions to be able to make sure that there are no issues with COVID-19 when it comes to special teams, especially with his specialists. Uh, yesterday, he signed Blair Walsh. A lot of people thought it was because Lutz was in a slump. Uh, we're hearing now that is to be uh, that is to have him on 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 site and uh, in, in, in case there is a COVID nineteen breakout with, within the specialist. Blake Gilligan is on is on um, IR. He was the punter who uh, who competed in training camp and is expected to be the heir apparent to Morstead uh, after this season with Morstead's uh, uh, contract being exorbitant and of course him looking like he's on the decline. And they signed forty two year old long snapper John Denny uh, to the practice squad for COVID nineteen precautions as well in case they have problems with their long snapper. Uh, he now dethrones uh, Drew Brees as the oldest player on the Saints roster. Uh, he made 42 in December. Of course, Brees makes 42 on Thursday. And, of course, finally, Alabama last night uh, with uh, with another national championship beating uh, Ohio State 52-24. to Look, I talked about it yesterday. I thought Ohio State would be able to hang with, with Alabama. I don't know if they would be able to beat them, but I thought they'd be able to hang with them. And, uh, man, Alabama went second, third team, and they were still able to, to just beat the brakes off Ohio State last night. So, Ohio State, uh, again, going down to Alabama, 24, 52 to 24. That's seven national championships now uh, for Nick Saban. Uh, six at Alabama, one at LSU. And, of course, he passes the great Bear Bryant for the number of championships. He was tied with said six with Bear Bryant at Alabama. Now he's got his seventh championship. So, again, he's, he leads all coaches all time in national championships in Division One. Congratulations to Nick Saban, who, again, as I said in the first hour, I still love Nick Saban. I'm thankful to Nick Saban for turning around the LSU program, resurrecting it. I'm not happy that he's in Alabama taking all that, all that Louisiana talent. And, again, he's just a thorn in the side of the LSU program. But I have nothing but respect and, and, and honestly, admiration. And I love, I love Nick Saban as a coach. I, I wish he was still at LSU. It's, he's not. It was not possible. Uh, but at the same time, Again, you've you got to respect what he's been able to do. And, again, turning a once-dominant program that was dormant, that was, again, a laughing stock, into, into, again, the most dominant program in college football right now, uh, the University of Alabama with another championship. All right, we break. We come back. Fletcher Mackle joins us on the program. You listen to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or 
go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Maintenance. You do it for your car, your lawn, and yourself. This summer, don't forget your air conditioning maintenance. Maintenance takes time, usually an hour, for a professionally trained technician to do a thorough inspection, clean it, and make sure it's operating the best it can for its age. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to the maintenance of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhardt. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhardt. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, time of the runaround when you need an insurance quote. At Dave Meat Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave at insagency.com. Blackened redfish on a bed of mashed potatoes topped with crawfish and mushroom cream sauce and fried crawfish tails. That's our blackened redfish lafouche. Only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Zesty pulled chipotle chicken served on a soft, fluffy bun topped with crispy fried pickles, fresh lettuce, tomato, and onions. That's our fat bear chipotle chicken sandwich. Only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. That? That's the sound of NyQuil Severe, hard at work. NyQuil Severe is the best sleep with a cold medicine. No tossing and turning, just rest and recovery. So you're ready to take on tomorrow. For powerful relief of your worst cold and flu symptoms, try NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, stuffy head, best sleep with a cold? Medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. The thing about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. We probably don't even need the words, the Name Your Price tool, to tell you that our humpback whale pup gives you options based on your budget. Or that our novelty hand buzzer helps you save on car insurance. And that's the thing about the tiny felt bag filled with marbles. At this point, you've heard a lot of ads about the elusive northern bobcat. The Name Your Price tool. <clears throat> the neighbor who baked you banana bread. Only from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. We are now joined by Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. Fletch, welcome to the show. Always good to have you, my friend. I am uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me, as always. Fletch, let's start with the New Orleans Saints taking on the Tampa Bay Bucks this Sunday in, um, in the Dome. A lot of storylines for, for this game. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on, on what the Saints have to do to come out with a victory on Sunday? Um, I, I think they got to get to Brady, and that's, that's a lot harder than it may have been in November when the Saints created a lot of havoc um, for Tom Brady and that offensive line. And the reason why I say that is because since the Saints decimated the Bucks and really embarrassed them, 38-3 on a Sunday night game, Tampa has won 7 of 8. Um, their only loss was to the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs, 
And the one thing they've done a really good job of is keeping Brady clean. Now, he's going to be without one of his starting offensive linemen this week. So if, if Trey Hendrickson comes back and the Saints can get pressure on Tom Brady, he's not somebody we know. You know, he's not going to keep plays alive like Patrick Mahomes did, which was just that Mahomes magic was masterful, keeping plays alive and, and throwing guys open. That's not what Brady's going to do. And, and he's certainly not Jalen Hurts, who, who, you know, gave the Saints some fits with that leaky yardage in, in getting out of the pocket. You know, if Brady's going to be successful, he's going to stand up there and, and he's going to, you know, deliver those strikes down the field and on those crossing routes. So I, I really think the Saints have to get pressure. You know, to me, that's the biggest key to the Saints' victory. I agree, and I think up-the-middle pressure is really, really the key. Uh, you know, Rankins, Anyamata, uh, Brown, uh, again, what they, if they move Jordan inside on passing downs, whatever they decide to do there. I know, again, Trey Henderson and, 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 um, and Jordan have been able to get a lot of pressure on the outside, but I think, again, much like Breeze, Brady doesn't like pressure up the middle, and I think, again, when you look at the Saints up the middle, they, they, they are a physical bunch. Yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, I think David Onyemata's had a really, you know, strong season, even though we don't talk enough about him. I think there's a reason why he got that big contract last year, and, and I think he's done a really nice job. Um, and, and I think that that's been truly one of their strengths, why they've been so good stopping the run and, and even, you know, causing, you know, other quarterbacks to have major issues. Um, you saw how many times Mitchell Trubisky was flushed out to his left and his right. On, uh, on, on Sunday. So I, I agree. I think pressure of any kind, the pressure up the middle, whatever you want to say, I certainly think it will, it, it will you know, be a huge factor in the game. If they can create pressure, be it up the middle or from, mm-hmm. from the edge with Hendrickson or Jordan or, or even um, you know, Davenport finally showing up, uh, I certainly think it would be you know, a huge win for New Orleans. Man, I tell you what, they got weapons all over the field, though. Again, you know, they add Antonio Brown to Evans and Godwin already on the wide receiving core. Scotty Miller was playing well until Brown came on. He's kind of come back a little bit. Uh, we know what they have in, in terms of Leonard Fournette with a with Ronald Jones uh, in, in in the backfield. Gronkowski now again, uh, he's playing well. Uh, uh, when uh, you look at uh, at uh, Braith, he was a guy that was was here with the Saints for a, a cup of coffee before they grabbed him off the practice squad. Uh, he's turned into a great tight end, and we know Brady like his tight ends uh, they got weapons galore yeah i mean look this is one of those ones on paper you look at and, and look i know that, that the saints have beaten them twice this year and, and and i know that i in my mind i really believe the saints are the better team but uh, you know that brady magic and Steak figuring it out playing this late you know it, it I, I would hate to be in a late game situation giving the ball to Tampa Tom with two minutes to go down by four. You know, I mean, I think all right. Saints fans would be waiting with bated breath to see what happens. Um, now, vice versa, if Breeze gets the ball, you know, in a situation, I certainly think this is his last stand. So, you know, to me, it's just it's two great teams. I really think this is the round. And call me crazy. I said this last week on your show. Mm-hmm. This was the game that concerned me, and I told you no matter who it was. If it was Seattle, and I know Seattle just got upset. But Russell Wilson's big play ability scared me because the Saints were susceptible to the big play early. And Tampa scares me because they've played so well. All the weapons you just laid out, Bruce Arians is a really good coach. I don't care what anybody says. The familiarity of playing each other so much, it's hard to beat a team three times in one season. Mm-hmm. I know people say That's, that doesn't mean anything. It, it's just it, it's something that can't be overlooked. 
playing this team so much and getting a familiarity, having so much film on each other. The, this, this round scares me more. I am not as concerned. It's going to sound crazy. If the Saints get to Green Bay for the NFC Championship game, I will be one of these people on my soapbox saying they're going to the Super Bowl. I think the Saints are built to travel. I think in the trenches, they're better than Green Bay. I, I think that Alvin Kamara, what he provides, travels in a, in a cold, snowy environment. Taysom Hill running the ball. I, I think the Saints, I, I like a matchup with Green Bay in an NFC Championship game. Even though Rodgers is probably going to win the MVP award, and even though most people are rolling their eyes thinking you're crazy, I think I like that matchup better than I like this Tampa matchup because of everything you're saying right now. Both these teams have so much, you know, the weapons. Even the Tampa defense has been playing so much better lately. Yes. Their secondary, they are a much different team than week one and certainly than the first week of November. All that being said, I still think the Saints are a better team and are going to win, but this game... You know, I, I look at it and it just it scares me a little bit. Maybe I'm buying into the, the Brady mystique too much, but it's it's worrisome. Well, look, and I think you laid out some great points. I think it's very, very difficult. When again, we know how it is when you when you play a division opponent twice during the during the year. You know, they know your tendencies. They know the plays in a lot of cases. Smart players know exactly what you're going to do. They know the calls. They know the look. And when we see it all the time, you do great film study. You're 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 able to to make up. Uh, you know, uh, in, in terms of being able to 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 uh, diagnose a play and get there maybe a little bit early. That's the one thing I like about the Saints coaching staff. We know that Peyton is going is going to use formations that that Tampa will see, and then he will have uh, he will have something different off that formation, especially with a guy like Kamara or a guy like Thomas, uh, just to be able to kind of throw throw a little bit of monkey wrench at, at at Tampa and make them see things with their eyes. But again, it's a totally different play. Look, I agree, and, and, and it's just I think this is going to be one of these games where I don't think Sean Payton tested. But I think Bruce Arians, look, Bruce Arians did a great job with Indianapolis, did a great job when he was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals and got them, you know, maybe further than people expected. I think Bruce Arians is a really good coach. And I think that it, it reminds me of all these people that want to be so knee-jerk. And we live in a, in, in an, a time right now where everything mm-hmm. is so polarizing one way or the other, that it's either awesome immediately or it stinks, or it stinks and it can never be good. And so many people have to just kind of take a breath and realize that it's a process. Everything is a process. And, and I think that this offense was a process for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they're playing their best right now. That these, you know, since that Saints game, this has been some of their better work that they have done. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, so I think it's going to be a great game. And, and, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of can't wait to see it. But I still think the Saints just remind me the way they talk, how they act, it just it reminds me more. I know we compare everything to the 2009 team because that was the greatest team in franchise history that won the Super Bowl. But just something about this team. I, I don't know what it is, but there's an it factor to it, and, and it's yes. just different. In 2011, they were crazy talented. In 2013, I think they punched a little above their weight. Sean Payton being back, they kind of rode some of that mojo to, to a nice road playoff win at Philly. And then the last few years, I think we all knew they were good. But this year, I think they're good in everything that has happened in 17, 18, and 19. I think has just galvanized them. The talent's there, the been there, done that, the bad taste in their mouth, all of it has created kind of an it that I think that I really think they're going to get to the Super Bowl this year. 
Yeah, I'm, I, and from your from your mouth to God's ears on that one. I think there's a year to do it. You do it this year. Uh, I think this team is is built for it. And look, uh, you know, I think Tampa all along has, has just been trying to get to the playoffs. They felt like they would uh, they would get better throughout the season, especially without having an off season with Brady. Uh, they just wanted to get to the playoffs, and this is where they think they're going to shine the second season. But they're running in, in, into a juggernaut in the Saints on Sunday. Let's shift gears to to the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Fletch, man, they're all over the place. The, the three game losing streak at home is just mind-boggling against three teams I think that they that they should have beat. Now, again, they, they, they lose the game against um, against uh, Dallas because of pro, uh, COVID-19, but still have six games on, on, on this road trip out west. Um, you, you watch this team very closely. What, can you put your finger on what is the issue with this team right now? Look, I'm going to, again, I, I just talked about a tempered approach and a more reasoned approach. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the we're nine games into a 72-game schedule with two new key cogs and Steven Adams and Drew Bledsoe as starters and a new head coach who is a 180 from the previous head coach. Alvin Gentry came from the Golden State, very loose, free-flowing, push the pace, jack-up shots, defense was very secondary, to a coach now who is a defense, 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 grind-it-out kind of guy. And uh, so I, I just... I, I see bigger weaknesses. Shooting has been an issue. Half-court offense, they've been a disaster. Um, defensively, they've been pretty solid, even though they had some slippage last week. So I'm going to go with the it's, it's the process right now that they're still figuring it out. Now, talk to me in 10 games, 25 games into the season, if right. these problems are still rearing their ugly head and they can't fix them, well, then I would say, look, Lonzo Ball's not – a fit on this team. He's a guy who has to play at track meet speed, getting up and down the floor, and that's not the way they operate. And in their half-court offense, they're not good. I mean, one of the the beat writers, Christian Clark, who does a great job uh, covering the team, you know, had a line. We were at the game the other night, and I said this half-court offense, especially late games when when teams really lock down, is brutal to watch. And, And he joked, and he goes, give it to B.I. and pray. And that's it. Give it to Brandon yes. Ingram and pray. That's all they True. do in their in their half court offense, and it's just not it's not good. So, do I think Stan Van Gundy's smart enough to flesh it out? Yes. If David Griffin has to tweak the roster a little bit to figure it out, they will. So I'm not panicking. And, and, and look, other teams being bad doesn't make the Pelicans good. Somebody told me that a long time ago. Don't look at somebody else and say, well, they're doing it too, or they're worse than me. Them being worse than you doesn't make you good. But I will say this: this early in the season. I think the Nets are a really great team. They're dealing with COVID and, and injuries. They're five and five right now. Denver, the last two years, has finished two and three in the Western Conference, and they're like three and six right now with the same team. So I think there's the Dallas Mavericks with Luka, who may win the MVP award, mm-hmm. are five and five. So there's a lot of teams early in the season coming out of the bubble, some tweaks and changes, a short training camp that are still figuring it out. I know that. That's not what some fans want to hear right now. Patience. Let's give them another 15 games to figure it out and see who and what they are. Give them at least a third of the season before you start, you start judging that they think they're terrible, this is a disaster, um, with that kind of you know, mindset. My only question is, and I agree with you, 
And without having a, a, a true offseason, without having preseason, you're learning on the job, new coach, new system, new players. I just wonder how aggressive Griff is going to get and when he gets to the point and realizes, okay, this team it is not working together based on the parts we have. Well, that's the thing. I, I don't think it's after nine games. I don't think anybody knows that. I think that that would be crazy knee-jerk to do something like that. So I think that they want to see, hey, look, we – on paper, all these guys have unique skill sets and are solid players. But how do they fit together? And how do they work with some of our biggest stars in Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson? So I think that that's why 72 games, I think after 20 games, we're nine games in. After 20 games or 25 games, I think we'll have a better understanding of who does what and how. And maybe does, does something have to be tweaked here? Does Lonzo Ball fit? Do we need to go with in Nikhil Alexander-Walker or, or Kyra Lewis to get them more of a run. We drafted them in the first round. Let's give them more of an opportunity. Do you have to flesh some things out and make a minor move to, to kind of tweak the pieces, so to say? So, uh, again, th- those are the things I'll figure out. But specifically what's, what's ailing them right now is their half-court offense. Whenever they're not in transition, they're great in transition. Zion is a Mack truck coming down the lane in transition and can't yes. be stopped. Lonzo Ball in transition is fantastic, but when they, when they aren't in transition, they're just not a good offense. And, and shooting has been, you know, mostly because J.J. Redick has been pretty cold, and Lonzo yes. Ball hasn't been very good either, but he's not a, a pure shooter, you'd say. Shooting has really been an issue for this team to space the floor. Yeah, I would agree. Fletcher, we got a short time today. I just wanted to uh, uh, wanted to ask you what you guys got going over at Channel 6. Uh, any columns coming up for us and how folks can follow you on social media? Yeah, I, uh, I um, write columns, as you said, for WDSU.com and our social platforms. Um, I do have some mock, some mock drafts coming up, and I'm waiting until the Saints finish their season before right. I do those. Um, and then a lot of Saints coverage this week. We'll hear from Jim Mora former Saints head coach who's now with us at Channel 6 and all of our newscasts this evening. Lance Moore tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's basically Saints, 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 and more Saints right now. Uh, the Saints had the best TV rating, not surprisingly, for all of the playoff games. Just another insane number here. So I think people's appetite for uh, Saints is, is pretty, you know, pretty strong. And uh, so it'll be a lot of Saints coverage this week analysis and, and covering everything leading up to Brady Breeze take three. And you like the Saints this weekend, right? I do. I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout. I think it could come right down to the wire. Dare I say a Will Lutz field goal who struggled, a guy who struggled. But I, I, I do think that, yes, I like the Saints coming out of this and getting to Green Bay to face the Packers and eventually ending up in the Super Bowl. Call me crazy. There you go. Uh, Fletch, thanks for the time. We'll check in with you next week. All right, Eric. Thank you. Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports, with us each and every week here on the program. Well, getting back to the Pelicans for a moment. You know, look, I agree with Fletcher, and I've talked about it in the past. You're not going to be able to judge this team uh, like after 25 games, which is normally what you would say, you know, about a quarter through the season, 20, 20, 20 to 25 games. It's going to take longer, and it's going to take longer because of, the, because of the overhaul of the roster, because of the brand-new system and everything else. But I will say this, uh, and look, they're one of the top teams defensively. Uh, they got to figure it out on offense. But more importantly, they got to figure out their rotation so they don't have Zion on the floor with Jackson Hayes. And I've talked about it a lot. Both guys, again, are, are, are just not great defenders. They're, no, they're not even good defenders in the NBA right now. Uh, you see it all the time. 
you know, again, out of out of out of out of place, uh, slow, uh, lost on defensive rotations, uh, inability to play man-to-man defense. Uh, that's one of the things. Again, as they go forward with the rotation, they got to figure out again how they can they get Jackson Hayes playing time uh, and, and do that without having him on the floor with uh, with Zion at the same time. I do agree. When they get into the half-court offense. They just don't have enough guys that can create for themselves. Brandon Ingram can create for himself if you if necessary. Uh, you know, uh, Zion can bully his way to the to, to the to the rim and, and and make something happen there. Stephen Adams has been a godsend. I mean, the ability to have that triple double the other night, which is mind blowing. But again, around the basket, the one thing you can count on, he's going to be around the basket. So again, between Zion and him, you're going to rebound. Uh, and and so that 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 is a, that's a part of the game that again last year the year before that year before that if you had one guy on, on under the basket trying to rebound that was a lot now you know you at least have two uh, with with um, with Adams and uh, and Williamson but right now JJ Redick as cold as he is that is killing this team they needed a guy that could open up the floor and and to be able to score from the outside and they don't have anybody that's consistently doing that it basically is the Brandon Ingram show at this point. No, Nico Melli has, has done nothing so far this season, which, again, I thought that when he got into garbage time the other night that he would have an opportunity to maybe get his stroke back. His stroke is not back. That has hurt this team. Uh, Josh Hart has been everything that, 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 was, uh, that, that was advertised and more in, t- in terms of doing the dirty work, scoring, rebounding at the guard position or at the forward position. And, and Nicole Alexander-Walker is a nice player, but he's got to realize, his, again, what he needs to do when he's on the floor. You know, just because you have an open three don't mean you take the open three. Again, you you know, you use your ability to be able to do um, to make a play off the dribble at times. So again, don't settle, and that was one of the things that uh, that, that I don't like about about Nikhil Alexander Walker. Because again, sure he's knocking down the threes at times, but I'd like to see him be able to be a little bit more uh, of a player off the dribble and maybe creating for his teammates a little bit more. Lonzo just doesn't seem to fit with this offense and, and, and what they're doing right now. And, look, we knew it was going to be a, a trial period for him because, let's face it, uh, his contract is up at the end of this season. So by the trading deadline, you've got to make a decision on what you're going to do with Lonzo Ball. And right now, again, with the type of pace they're playing with, it just doesn't appear that Lonzo Ball is going to be a fit for this team. Look, you're watching him and, and, and LaMelo the other night, and you're thinking to yourself, my gosh, LaMelo just got into the league, and he looks heads and shoulders uh, above his brother. It is what it is at this point. But, again, when, when Lonzo came over, especially with the high pay, high-paced offense that Gentry had, I thought he was a perfect fit. I don't think he's a perfect fit with this particular offense. So it'll be interesting to see again, ultimately, if they move him. Eric Bledsoe's got to be a scorer as well as a guy that's got to distribute. He cannot get lost. You can't, he can't disappear on this team in the fourth quarter. He's got to be a guy that is gonna, that's got to be tenacious on the defensive side of the ball and got to continue to be able to attack, okay, and, because they need another scorer. And, look, it's getting to the point now where I'll say, look, they, they maybe have to look at, at that bench at, at either Herman Gomez or Gabriel to, to come in and maybe give some minutes at, at, at the five. And, and, and also, uh, the, you know, the possibility down the line here, maybe seeing a Kyra Lewis. Uh, look, the one thing we know he does is, again, he attacks the paint and he distributes and he gets guys the ball in a position to be able to score. Uh, with the inability for these guys to create off the dribble for themselves, maybe that's the answer forward the problem is slight build again coming into the nba as a pure rookie we'll see ultimately again how that's going to play out but i agree with fletch it's going to take some time for this team to try to find their sea legs and to figure out what they're doing but if if i am uh if i am involved in the front office if i'm griff 
I'm not waiting too long to pull the trigger here because I can see right now there's no continuity with this team. Maybe it it comes in time, but how much time do you really have? So really by the the trading deadline of before, I think we're going to see some movement on this roster. And with all the plethora of first-round picks, it's there for the taking in terms of the Pelicans being able to make a, make a deal. That's one of the reasons why they collected all these assets, so they can make a deal like this. We keep hearing Bradley Beal. It'd be interesting. Some of the trades that I'm seeing on the trade machine, giving away half this team, I'm not in favor of that. But for a good deal that's good for both teams, I would be in favor of a Bradley Beal in New Orleans. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We'll wrap up the show. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Uh, brought to you by our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If your heater is not working, don't spend another cold night. Call my friends at Burkhardt. They'll get out quickly. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, Nate certified technicians. Whether it's a, a thorough cleaning or, again, you need to, uh, your heater to be repaired uh, for the safety of your, of your family, for your home, call a professional. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you really ready for hurricane season? Hurricane season always seems to sneak up on us. So this year, be proactive, be ready, and get Burkhardt. Burkhardt is an authorized Generac generator dealer that sells, installs, and services Generac generators. And now through June 23rd, you receive a free 10-year warranty with a qualifying purchase of a new Generac generator through Burkhardt. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to sales and service of Generac generators, Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opposite. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. What? 
what's in store this week at Staples? New year, fresh start. Get a head start this year with great deals on storage solutions, tech, and office essentials. And now, only at Staples, HP Plus is available on HP OfficeJet Pro printers, like the HP 8025E wireless all-in-one printer for just $169.99. HP Plus gives you double the warranty and six months of ink at no extra cost. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. Start the year right and save at Staples. Curbside available in most stores. See staples.com slash HP Plus for details. <coughs> uh, I'm so sick. Ooh, honey. Seriously? I'm sick. Oh, honey, it's time for DayQuil Severe Honey. It's maximum strength cold and flu medicine with soothing honey-licious taste. I love you, honey. And I love you. I meant the DayQuil. New DayQuil Severe Honey. The soothing, honey-licious, daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, power through your day, medicine. Use as directed. Get your fix for the food you're craving. Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant's full menu is available for takeout or delivery. Whether it's lunch, dinner, late night, or all hours in between, simply go to bobbyabears.com and click order online. And in no time, you'll be enjoying your favorite dishes you just can't stop thinking about. So for takeout or delivery, get your fix for the food you're craving only at bobbyabears.com. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank our fantastic sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow sponsor of all of our sponsors. You click on the uh, icon, take it right to their website. Thanks to Rudy back at studio for producing. Thanks to Jeff Duncan and Fletcher Mackle for joining us on the show. More importantly, thank you so much for listening. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. Coming up next, it's going to be my friend Jude Young with All Access. You've been listening to Inside New Orleans. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. <laughs>